0: And welcome yeah, okay. to the episode. Okay. No Ty, You okay. always do this. Ty,
1: people... To be fair, to be fair, you just start talking yeah. and you don't you just open your mouth even while other people are talking and then you blame everyone else for cutting you off. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I'm talking, so let's Okay, go. Let's go. go. To we're trying to plan 68. a party, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it on purpose at this point. How many
2: times have we done this intro? Like, like, of course we like,
0: are. Like we, I try to introduce it, and you guys cut me off all the Martin's time. Martin's in his People new house.
3: Are we not going to acknowledge this? Uh, Mar- this Martin's true.
0: talked about his new house every week,
3: but
1: now
0: he's in past. it. Now
3: we're seeing it. We literally seeing see it. Yeah, right in, in
0: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
3: in the house.
0: Why didn't we get a talking hockey live house tour? Well, oh, we'll do that on the weekend.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite producer Luke here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple. Visit our website, talkinghockeypodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at Talking Hockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin.
0: Today, we've done enough shooting the shit like how we always do. So today we're going to talk about the NHL awards. And we're sorry that we weren't there last week. Um, Luke and I trusted Eric and Martin
2: to record and they never did guys yeah i had a
3: valid reason i was
2: i was pretty fucked up (laughs) that's the point martin that's the point martin that's the (laughs) only time you're
1: intelligent about hockey is when you're drunk so uh, we were really banking on you to put in some work
0: two weeks ago drunk martin got you union rights got you paid was fighting for eric to be a gm
3: yeah martin's be really like for, week for, Mar- martin's ferda when he's drunk <laughs>
0: yeah 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 Martin uh, and on saturday martin at your house party i want to hear stories of you waking up in what Underpass do you mean again. stories you're gonna, the, the guard you're gonna oh, yeah, be there you're gonna
3: yeah
2: yeah you're gonna be there dude <laughs> Like you he's gonna be, be the
1: sidekick <laughs> oh boy <laughs> i i
0: will know eric can i can, how about martin can i invite nick nick's invited don't oh nick we're going i'm telling nick we're going (laughs) oh god nick's on the list (laughs) nick will so what's it? friday or
3: saturday
2: saturday okay
3: yeah so you don't have to come up friday i'm just coming up friday because like you know i gotta give martin some quality time some tlc some TLC to I mean, Big the news three There's minutes like ago, by the way.
1: Guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. guys, huge news three minutes ago. Vladimir Tarasenko requests a trade
2: from St. Louis. Cool. I mean,
0: Whoa. shit. I mean, he, he
2: probably a good idea for him. Who reported that? Is it legit?
3: Jeremy Rutherford. He's
0: the,
1: oh, yeah. the, the lead
2: leader of Louis. the.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. That's a big... Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they really haven't had him for like two years now. Yeah, he's,
0: he's been out like injured. Yeah, for like almost Shoulder two injury. years, he's been kind of... I'd be weary as a team trying to pick him up.
3: Yeah, they're not going like, to get um, a whole ton of value for a guy like him. Yeah. Like, if he was healthy, 100%, 40 goal scorer, winger, really good both ways. Like, they'd get a... Shit One of done, the best but, shooters
0: in the league. Yeah, yeah. but
3: after all those sort of soldier injuries, he just hasn't really been... Hasn't been in. Yeah. Okay, boys. Now we're getting to the new potatoes, the
1: awards. Yes. We're finally going to talk about it because actually, we before before we, we get into the awards,
3: can we talk about? Oh my lord! Can we talk about Duncan Keith? Oh yes, yes, (laughs) yes.
0: Go Edmonton. So Chris Johnson. So I've I've been hearing conflicting reports from my from my rumor mill, right? Yeah. From Twitter. Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: Elliot Friedman was saying on his podcast or on a radio show somewhere that he doesn't think it's likely because Edmonton doesn't want to take on salary without dumping their own salary. So someone like maybe like Chris Russell going the other. I think Chris Russell was that what they were saying or maybe.
3: James Neal? Uh, I've heard know, like somewhere. James Neal. I've heard Chris Russell. I've heard like, but I I have a hard time believing that Chicago wants to dump Keith and then bring on James Neal all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's what I was hearing, and 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 and, and Chicago doesn't want to take cap because they, gonna wants,
2: Chicago wants Seth Jones or Dougie Hamilton. They want to make a run at them. That's why they want the cap space.
0: Yeah, and they don't want to like give a prospect or like a sweetener because they think that Keith has value. But what's Duncan's contract at? And he's like 5. forty, basically, million right? million
3: dollars, basically. Isn't he forty? Yep, and he's, he's like
0: thirty-eight.
3: He's thirty-eight or thirty-nine. He's got a couple more years left on that deal. I think three more years left.
0: And I don't know if you guys know the Edmonton. I'm sorry. And the other part was Chris Johnson says that he thinks it's more likely. Like basically, he thinks it's a done deal. Keith going to well, Edmonton.
2: Well, I've I've heard Elliot say it was pretty likely and then yeah. and well what you're and then he what you're saying right on now, now. Yeah. Is backtracking. Yeah.
3: And every little every Edmonton like reporter's been talking about it and defending the yeah. move. Like it really feels like it a- <laughs> it's got some legs. And they're saying it's and a good deal. And they think that
0: yeah, it's a good deal because McDavid and Drisidel are gonna be happy that a cup winner, gold medalist are coming to their team when the guy's mm-hmm. not good anymore. Yeah, so Famer. He, the cup runs for Chicago were legendary, him playing like 40 minutes a night basically for the for entire sure. entirety of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And for sure. as good as Chicago was, he's 38 years old now.
3: He really hasn't mm-hmm. been good since their last cup run essentially. I think that was kind of the the last of the elite years of Duncan Keith. It's all been kind of downhill from there. He has two years yeah. left at $5.5 million. So he like, didn't have three years left, as I thought, two years. But that's two years taking up $5.5 million on Edmonton's cap unless they get retained salary or dump Cassian or don't, whoever. Which I
0: don't think they're going to be doing.
3: Yeah, because they want Seth Jones sure or whoever that. it was, right?
0: Yeah. Seth Jones.
3: Or you were
1: kind of mean to him on your story, though, Eric. Like, I don't think I was so that mean.
3: That, I, said, I, I made I, sure I to know. indicate first ballot Hall of Famer. Top 100 player of all... Like, I made sure... Yeah, but people screwed. ignore
1: that. As soon as you start saying that this guy's
3: downhill but that's, and that's sucks. that's
2: people's fault. The, yeah, yeah people's fault. I know. <laughs> I know. And, I, and, I made sure, and I made
3: sure to put it there because I knew people would take it that way. So I was like, first battle hall of famer, amazing player, cup winner, great mm-hmm. experience, a lot of la di da da but like...
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel bad. A lot of... Like, these brutal. guys that go really deep in the playoffs, like, they play seven seasons in the span of four. Or sorry, in the the span of five, like that's a lot of toll on your, yeah, on your body.
3: You know, you play something twenty.
1: You get maybe two months of breaking. Yeah, two months of break or rest, but really a month of that is like the off or spring training, or fall training.
2: So, if Edmonton did do this, would that mean Barry is gone? Well, I think Barry was gone anyway. Oh, Barry's gone anyways.
0: Yeah, and I think this will tie into the awards that we're going to be talking about a little bit later on, but. Like I Tyson Berry, I think yeah. he led he led D in scoring this year, right? Yep, led the but D in scoring. Received, received a total of zero. Oh, was, he got one, I one Norris vote. He boat?
3: got one Norris vote, I think.
0: Because oh. the guy was is, is just absolutely. I mean, I don't care. Literally, as a Leafs fan, I don't care that he put up whatever sixty points this season. He is he just unbelievably. He was playing with McDavid. <laughs> yeah, playing with McDavid's a lot of power play, second assists, McDavid and it was and still and a whole so, bunch of him. Yeah. Him shooting pucks into shin pads so if a you, whole bunch if of... If you look yeah. at the
3: stats, he had the best quality of teammates in the league, basically. So he played He with, was
0: tied to Yeah, McDavid. I mean,
3: exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like He was tied to McDavid and Drysdale, right? So he had the best quality of teammates in the league. Like, every player he played with, it was always <laughs> the best of what Edmonton had, which, you know, at the high end, it's very good. On the low end, it's not so much, but... It, it, he it's so weird because I think he might be the first guy in like that I can remember that isn't going to get a huge payday for leading the league in scoring or even having like a ridiculously high point total. You know, because well, even even Tori Krug that's saying
0: something because even yeah. Tory
3: Krug who you know he's better than Tyson Berry, no doubt, but like he's very much the power play specialist slash offensive defenseman that isn't very good defensively too, and he still got paid. He still got six point five million dollars or seven million dollars, whatever. Well, whatever oh, be like I think be a wake-up call Krug to get better.
2: Is, at being yeah. a defenseman,
3: <laughs> Krug's Krug's better for sure. But like, no, he's, no, I mean, like,
2: I mean Barry, I mean Barry, for oh, yeah, Tyson yeah. Barry, the person. Maybe you should just be better at being defensive. <laughs> if you're I mean, gonna label yourself but, a defenseman,
3: but it's it's weird because defensemen all very often have gone paid for scoring. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. r- realistically, he did the best he could for his value. Which is go he to signed Edmonton there strategically? Yeah, he, he did. signed
0: there like but, off a down year, and he should. And he yeah. should
3: norm, I think it's literally just because of the flat cap that he's not going to get paid. But like any, if this was like three or four years ago, hundred percent Tyson yeah. Berry going to get like a six, seven, eight million, $8 million yeah. dollar deal or something like something ridiculous like that for the point total he put up.
0: He had he had value on Colorado, yeah. and then I think that <laughs> so, yeah, exactly
3: that's so that's so the most he bizarre thing. At. Uh, probably
0: like another like one year deal he no, might no he'll he'll
3: get multiple years i think but it'll just won't be at a very high it'll probably get like a three year four year but that, deal he was playing like golf five with Crosby and or or McKinnon there. today
2: that's that's kind of, kind of cuz he's the McKinnon third McKinnon loves him third, McKinnon loves Yeah McKinnon Barry. and him are best buddies Yeah he's yeah. like the third best D on a team on average or probably or like a good th- team num- he, yeah. you want him to be third or fourth best
3: yeah. See, the thing is, it's just so bizarre how his value just dropped in the NHL. Because if you, again, like you, like Ty said, if you looked right before he joined with the Leafs, essentially, his value was, you know, cadre. So it was a good second-line center, essentially.
0: Or there was a, a projected deal, I think, around the draft where Vancouver was going to trade their first-round pick for him, like, kind of yeah. straight up. So and he, that he had value, real value, yeah.
3: essentially. And now it doesn't seem like he has much, though, I'm sure – some GM is going to do something stupid on July first, or not July first, on July twenty-fifth or whatever, whatever day free agency opens up.
0: Yeah, poor Barry. Because two years ago, anyone would have thought he was making like, like you said, seven million dollars on a long-term deal for the rest of his career, and now
3: yeah, flat. Cap like
0: maybe him. maybe it's showing that GMs are getting smarter. I think it's right.
3: partly uh, that
2: it has yeah. to be partly GMs that. GMs been have... talking hockey. Yeah.
0: Because you can't watch it. Every single Oilers game I saw, I uh, like he's lost in his own end, and the Oilers are terrible defensively. And Darnell Nurse was great. I think Darnell Nurse had a pretty good season this year. All things told, I think he was. Yeah, like he their, did. He the, did the up the a very good year, and he he put up like fifteen goals, I think, too, which is pretty impressive for a defenseman, right? In, mm-hmm. in the short season, but mm-hmm. I don't know goals aren't everything. But I mean, like he was he was tied to Darnell Nurse as well right and 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 to be uh, fair
3: to but also to be fair to Barry like two two things when it so in Colorado I think he fit better into their system so that also helped raise his value a little bit more compared to playing in Edmonton where he he didn't fit into the system but he still benefited a lot from it because power play time McDavid Jai Seidel, that sort of thing but like the actual style of play Edmonton has doesn't really benefit tyson berry and his skill set a whole lot right yeah so
2: with i with think... the leafs trade too he's a classic example of uh gm trading for a player that does not fit the coach's mantra but at
0: all he, i think that's that that the leafs hands were tied because I, like the there was that trade rumor trade for Kadri for brody Right. Imagine if the Leafs got Brody a year earlier. Yeah,
3: that would have been right. Much it's better. totally
0: different. That was the first trade, but then Kadri had a no a no trade clause, so he declined it. Then the Colorado trade came up, and everyone's like, "Okay, this this is okay. Leafs get their right-handed defenseman." But he, you're right. I think you're right, Mar. I mean, part of it is Mike Babcock totally ruining the Leafs the first you know yeah. twenty games <laughs> of that season, ruining him, trying to make him Muzzin's partner when the guy can't is lost in his own zone.
3: Yeah. Anyways, to get yeah. back to the main topic, which was Keith, uh, I, I, I said this in the chat, but if the Oilers acquire Keith, they're, they're basically saying bye-bye to their cup chances, I think, over the rest of McDavid's contract almost. Depending on what the trade actually is, like if they end up giving away like an asset, like there, there, literally, there's reports about like Ethan Bear going the other way. There's reports of like Caleb Jones going the other way, like actually good, solid young defensemen that are on like cheap value contracts, like that. I've heard Caleb Jones, are very like
2: Chicago wants. Yeah, to get and, Seth. and Caleb Jones is, and then they get Seth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: there you go. Put a, have a pair of Caleb and Seth Jones. Uh, together i guess i wouldn't be too bad but like they're, they're giving up a good piece and then i think someone tweeted this they're talking about how like everyone could you know a lot of people could foresee jeff petrie being good on montreal or being good in another situation other than edmonton and this is going to be another one of those situations where they trade a young or i guess petrie wasn't young at the time but you know they trade a good player for someone that for nothing or in this case a net negative on the ice quite frankly
0: yeah not good i i don't think that yeah i don't know what ken holland thinks duncan keith is gonna bring i mean but also nhl players are are not like us where we can see objectively that duncan keith isn't good because again i think that a whole bunch of them are gonna be like this is great we got a friggin' cup champion yeah. Multiple time cup champion, veteran on our team, veteran leader on our team. And they're actually, I actually do believe that the Oilers would be happy as an organization because I don't think they look at it objectively almost. They look at the past and what Duncan Keith has done. And I think that, and then maybe Ken Holland's like an old time guy as well. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think agree. that they would think it's a good move <laughs> almost, which is yeah, kind I of see. sad. I think, I think a lot I of players would
3: think that. it's a good move. and it, And I wouldn't even be opposed if they got Keith on like a $1 million minimum deal and they didn't have to give up anything for him. Like, that's a completely mm-hmm. different scenario. Sure, mm-hmm. I would love to have Keith and on many teams in the NHL playing 12 minutes a night or some something on the third pairing, but that's not what you're yeah. getting if you're getting Keith right now. You're getting him so that you can... know,
0: And you know the coaches, of course, are going to exactly. play him.
3: Exactly. On the top the,
0: pair, probably. The guy right. can,
3: he can't defend anymore. He can still pass the puck can. He, he's still like pretty smart on the ice, but he cannot like defend the rush. He can't really skate backwards that well anymore. Like mobility age isn't really there. You, man. It's just age. Like, you know what? Like, it, it's not even an insult on Keith. Like, the dude's played a lot of hockey. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he's played like, a, lot, like Ty, a lot of like hockey. Like Ty said, like every single time you go deep in a playoff run, you playing. Or I think Luke's sorry. Sorry, Luke said sorry, it. Luke said it. Sorry, you yeah, yeah. you play almost another half season of hockey. Basically, right? And Chicago is going deep and, almost every again, year. Considering he's playing again forty minutes yeah, a night. So it's man, even like- more so it's almost <laughs> yeah, a whole season for an average defenseman playing eighteen he's, minutes he's, a night. He's over thirteen.
2: Of yeah. He's Sorry? over thirteen hundred total games played.
3: And that includes playoff games, right?
2: Yeah. Okay. He's like I mean, NHL games. That's a
3: lot yeah see that's a lot and those aren't 15 ga- 15 minute games those are 25 30 minute games like he's no <laughs> he's used <laughs> up
1: <laughs> those were against like LA when they were that grinding team too yeah
3: yeah and he and hasn't a lot been of the easy West Coast hockey at definitely wasn't easy yeah. hockey especially so, yeah. okay Anyways, so now, now we're going to talk about the awards? So the awards now it's the awards
1: and now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors And Now we'll get back into the show.
3: Okay, so now the awards start off with uh, the big one, Heart, the Heart Trophy. First, you want to start off with that? I think I, I don't think, think we Trophy have anything was, to say about yeah, that yeah, Heart yeah. Trophy, McDavid. I think he was consensus. Uh, everyone, every single person voted for him number one. Even though some people were saying it's ridiculous that other players didn't get it, but apparently, and there were even some right like <laughs> the Players Association. Writers, or is it P- NHL-P-A. And NHL-PA? Like NHLPA writers. or no no no! I don't whatever the hell it is. No, it's not
0: P H W A professional hockey writers association P- or
3: something. P H W A yeah whatever whatever it is. The there was a couple matter. writers that were saying like Crosby has to get number one this year and but apparently they didn't vote. for him yet.
0: Yeah no 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 yeah yeah yeah. McDavid was I think. <laughs> The unanimous choice like, he was the unanimous choice it's, it's a boring yeah. conversation all we all know Android. Yeah.
3: And then it was yeah. Matthews yeah. number two and uh who is number three? McKinnon number McKinnon. three and number Good four.
0: thing they didn't vote for these before the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Regular season true test of merit, right, Eric?
3: All the all of a sudden if they if they voted for these after, it would have been like uh Nick Suzuki for the uh, yeah, yeah, Nick trophy. Suzuki. <laughs> and then the runners up would be or no, I'd be Cole like Cole Caulfield and, and <laughs> Braden Point Kerry or something. Or, yeah. And then, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, probably I like Brad, Brad
2: and down at five. That's good. Good for him. Getting a decent amount of votes.
3: Damn, really? Yeah, he was at number try- five? That's actually surprising. Yeah. That's a lot of votes. It's
1: Barco of votes. six, Vazhileski seven. Now, Brad doesn't like us because we said... uh Something about puck, puck retrieval
3: or puck retrieval,
0: which is again—I yeah, mean—that's so funny because he will probably be number one in the full season. <laughs> so so yeah.
2: Mitch Marner had one last, like, one fifth place vote.
3: It's not like you know, so okay. did Pasta. That it's not like completely but ridiculous, pasta makes though. Sense. Really, right? Like, if you like, if you think about it, how many players put up a hundred point pay seasons? You know what I mean
0: but like Martin, I'm not saying he
3: deserved it I'm a hundred percent he didn't but it's not surprising that he got that vote right because yeah. like if you put up a hundred point season someone's gonna vote for you no he but didn't the thing like is like Martin,
0: I don't know how many times you look at the the games that happen and you look at this and you're like you, you're watching games like Marner's been invisible tonight but then you look at the stats and he has like three assists yeah you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I don't know how many times that that ha- I, I do that in the, in a season
2: with him. Okay, so next award. That's Patrick Kane. Norris. That's, that's like yeah. classic Patrick Kane. The Norris.
3: Norris is next. Norris. Who won? It? Okay, Adam, Adam Fox, Fox Adam won.
2: Fox. Oh, that's that's
0: that's good. I mean, I haven't been paying attention to. So it the, the much,
3: interesting yeah. thing this offseason will be what contract Adam Fox gets now because he before, is because he came third in the calendar great. last year than Norris' trophy this year. His first two years in the league.
0: And I think I think he should have gotten Norris' consideration even last year, but I don't think he really did.
3: He would have been, like, top 10. I think he would have probably been top 10 if he really, like, looked yeah. at it. But he was a rookie. Nobody's going to vote for the guy top 10 in the Norris, uh, for sure.
0: But I think that he's a ranger for life.
3: He might be like a ranger Noah for life, the- but, like, what's that contract going to look like now? Probably that be that him winning that trophy probably moved up like two million dollars in his price tag yes per year 100 percent, like 1. 1.5 right so the so rangers do you like are the
0: choice of, of adam oh, fox though good choice uh, uh, I, I think eric loves it That's
3: i love that choice i think there's approved. a couple i feel like there's a couple of other guys that were like right there with him like charlie mcavoy who didn't get like yeah, any charlie love McElroy, at all martin season, can you can yeah. you look what what where McElroy he was in fifth i have them all yeah, open fifth that's I, I would have thought at least top 3. Like Boston was good this year. Hedman was 3rd, Hamilton Hedman was 4th. Yeah, yeah, Hedman was ridiculous. Hedman is, that was yeah. nonsense. It didn't make Who any two? sense. Kale Macar. Kale McCarr, Macar yeah, obviously number 2 that makes sense. He Colorado probably could have gone He probably could have won too. He probably he could have won. I think I think uh because he was on Colorado there was a lot of like split vote because I, I think oh my god ty's naked <laughs> ty took off his sweater and i could see his nipple <laughs> um
0: sorry i went a little nude there
3: uh i forgot what Talking I, was saying. Hockey I got distracted Only fans. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. because <laughs> yeah, i think Devin taves and sam gerard also got some norris love so i think mccarr kind of he lost a couple split votes vote. from that yeah almost a split the vote and like uh you're on such a good team, so we're not going to vote for you type thing. Whereas Adam Fox, Rangers were not a good team, so he still got the love. So I think that was probably why McCarr didn't end up winning it. If Colorado wasn't as dominant as they were, I think McCarr runs away with the trophy most likely. A really surprising
2: one for me is Slavin down at 14 with a, a fourth and a fifth vote, one of each. When people were talking about him like, should he be above Dougie for votes and stuff what, and Dougie's where way did up at the end a lot of the year? Wasn't yeah, I, Dougie, I think he Hamilton was fourth. fourth.
3: Okay, so that's yeah, he got some love at least. Should have been way above Hedman, mm-hmm. but anyways, past that.
0: Yeah, I don't know how people are watching Hedman and
3: thinking this is a he- North. Headman control. had 1st
2: 22, 22 place votes and Dougie only had one.
3: That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god. Hamilton <laughs> are honestly Hamilton had a really good argument for even winning, I think.
0: Yeah, I think Dougie's my good. my ballot would have been Fox, McAvoy, McCarr, and Hamilton in some order.
3: Yeah, I think so the too. Thing, I think those were vote. the top four guys. <laughs> uh-huh. I think those. I think I think there's a very good, you know, like argument for those top being the top four.
2: Chris yeah. Letang Agreed. down at nine, and Jakob Chechern down at ten. They each Chikrin. had a first place Jacob, vote. vote chitchen. Chichern. Someone Chichern voted was, bro- number- was
3: really good. Chitrin got a first placed vote, though.
2: And so did Chris yeah. Letang.
3: That's both of those mm. that both of that is ridiculous. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> it Thank must have been like a Pittsburgh Chich- or Arizona
3: Chichern. writer. I mean Chitrin did I mean, lead <laughs> lead the NHL and defenseman goals. So Letang didn't have a bad year. He had 45 points in 55 games.
2: LeTang, no, Letang did was have good. a good year. He is good. Definitely. And
3: Pittsburgh, and I think Pittsburgh also did very well in the regular season, so that pl- probably they paid, did. made a large part in it too. But I don't think he was top. I don't think there was any argument for number one. But anyways. Is Letang a first ballot Hall of Famer? Yes. Has to be,
1: I think. Man, I wish he didn't get sidelined by injuries. He was such a good. He would be one of the top defensemen of all time, I think, if he didn't have all those injuries. Yeah,
3: I think if if there weren't a, all those injuries, he'd be in the same breath as Duncan Keith.
1: Yeah, I for think sure. So.
3: I think like if you look over the last like ten years, Latang's probably been. He's one
1: of my favorite to watch. I think he's so good. smooth.
3: He is, and I th- it, and he gets a little overshadowed because of Crosby and Malkin and Duncan Keith. He de- he doesn't really get overshadowed as much. I think I think people talk about him a lot more than they do about Latang. Seems like to me. Yeah, but I think Latang well, was years. out for
1: one of the cup
2: runs that they had, uh, like all of it. Uh,
3: yeah, he was. I think that was a 2017 one. Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Most yeah. next next real one, hockey it, people like Latang a lot.
1: Yeah, he just seems like a nice guy too. Hmm. Vezna Trophy, Flurry won.
2: I mean, where's Nick? I mean, yeah, Nick's going he nuts. Can,
1: Flory won, Vasiliski second, Grubauer third. The only weird one is Grubauer,
3: let's be real. He, he think, hey,
0: Grubauer was out like a month with COVID, wasn't he?
3: He was out for a bit, and then on top of that, he really he was good, but he wasn't great. Like, Connor Hellebuck obviously should have been number three. But that was dumb, but he got a lot of wins on Colorado, who were just beating up on their entire the other, division.
2: The other thing is Grubauer had like way more votes than Hellebuck. Like Hellebuck was way behind in votes. So, yeah.
3: what what were the votes like? Give me the third, fourth, and uh, fifth. Helle,
2: uh, Helle, Hellebuck had two first and three third, and Grubauer had two first, six second, and eight thirds.
3: So, so nobody solid. voted like Hellebuck for third?
2: Uh, no, for second. For second.
1: No, for second. Yeah. Oh,
3: for second. That's so ridiculous. There's only first and thirds.
1: No, it's basically an even split. uh, Vasilevsky got 12 first-place ballots, and Fleury got 14. It's the
3: GMs that vote on the goalie, right? The goalies?
1: I believe so, yeah. There's 31 votes there should be.
3: Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's – I don't know. I guess – you know what? The thing is, especially this year, were GMs really even looking at other leagues or other divisions?
2: Other divisions, yeah.
3: Yeah. Like, I feel like this year especially, like, how many GMs watched – their other divisions, they probably only like
2: how many American GMs watched Connor Hellebuck play?
3: Probably not none. Of play. Probably none. Yeah, no. none. I, mean, I don't think it's Mike Smith like they... got two third plays.
0: Well, it's, it's funny because Mike Smith was actually kind of kind of good.
3: Mike Smith was good. Yeah. not Vesna good, but he was good.
2: <laughs> okay, not like much to say just on that felt, one. Felt bad for him. Old, old, yeah. Dude. They
3: literally just sorted it by wins and went okay, first, second, third. <laughs> Flurry, Vasilevsky, Grubauer, okay, done. Like, I, I think that I think that I think we can all like guarantee that's exactly what every single GM did, and that's how they voted. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then maybe they switched around a couple of things. They're like, oh, I don't know, Grubauer, give him a first place vote. I don't know why, for some reason.
2: Yeah, how I'll much do GMs the amount do you of games think played. like care?
3: No, they don't care. Oh. Really, really, you think GMs are sitting around thinking about this? <laughs> like,
2: exactly.
3: exactly. They, they respond no. in five that's seconds. They think of a name and they go, okay, fine, him. It was probably like... Yeah, it, I like him. It was probably like the GM that voted for Grubauer first, probably like Grubauer had like two shutouts against his team and he's like, okay, him. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I bet that's the thought, That's the amount of thought they would that goes into <laughs> <laughs> picking that award. No more than that. They might look at like save percentage as well and go, okay, eh, sure, why not? Yeah. Like there's there's no way, there's no any critical thinking going on there. Just, GMs have a million things better to do than to yeah, vote. They don't on have time. Stupid yeah. ass awards. They probably have a
2: fucking assistant do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They probably don't like, even look at
3: it. <laughs> it's just like their old the assistant looks at wins. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Mixes around.
2: Exactly. Delegation, man. That's how leaders lead.
3: That's a good point. Yeah, and they probably didn't even look yeah. at it. Okay, move on to the next right. one. Up
1: next, we got the ten Ted Lidsey Award. Obviously, McDavid yeah, getting really in, most outstanding player by the NHL Players Association. Yeah, no cool, we got there. it. Who came, who came in second? it really Matthews? It doesn't say, actually. Oh, there is no, second. Oh, there is no second. second. Okay,
3: okay.
2: No. Okay. Because it's the players, so they on. all vote pretty much. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh, the other finalists for it were Austin Matthews and Crosby.
3: Okay, so that sounds about right.
2: Makes sense. The top three for the most valuable for the heart.
1: Yeah. So it looks like it looks like Austin came in second.
0: What's the other? But the other important one is kind of the Selkie. Selkie.
2: No, Calder. we got the Calder. Yeah, yeah. Calder. Calder's, so Kaprazov like that, that was pretty obvious.
0: Well, I mean, I think Jason Robertson made a good case for it. He got like
3: one first your, place vote, which is he sad. Got One
2: first place.
0: Kaprazov is great, but I mean. You also got to remember that he's like 25, 26 now, right?
1: This is true. That shouldn't come into play, though.
0: He's playing in the KHL. Jason Robertson is 20 and just finished his OHL career, basically, right? I I agree that that that's more
1: impressive, but that's not how you vote for the.
0: It's not, but it's the same as when Panarin won it over McDavid in his rookie year, right? I think that was. McDavid was also
3: injured Yeah, McDavid also missed like 30 games, 40 games. Broke his tailbone for half the year. Sorry
0: about that. But uh, yeah, Panarin won it over whoever else was, you know. There. name Panarin that comes off at me
2: right off the bat f- at 15, <laughs> Hartem Zub got three fifth place votes. <laughs> hey, hey.
0: Martin was one of them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Martin found a way to make it happen. Tim Stutzla <laughs> Stutzler got a couple. Josh yeah, Norris got a actually got quite a few. He came in fourth. I think Josh
0: Norris was pretty good this year.
2: Josh Norris, very good. good sec in year. Line. I think a, Josh Norris should have probably
3: been even a little higher. I think he had a really good argument for then third. Fourth. Yeah, I think he should Over have been third. Over oh, Man, Nedelkovic. No, yeah, good, good pronunciation. Good, good try <laughs> though, Martin. Good thing, good thing i here. I, I get <laughs> Nedelkovic was good this year. Um, but Josh Norris performed like a very good second line center this year. Essentially, like he was and
1: on yeah. But goalies are voodoo, so Go- I feel yeah, like goal. that should be taken into yeah. con- consideration,
0: as
2: you always Your say. Your first it. year in the league, and you're a sick goalie on a sick team. Like, I
0: mean, it's not really because he played X number of games before, and he's also like 24, 25.
3: Sure, yeah, goalie yeah. With he's several
0: AHL seasons, but that's
3: a goalie thing too. Goalies come into the league later as well. Mostly so least. I don't. I just hates Carolina. Yeah, that's, that's the only reason. Anyways, any, I, I don't have any problem with Josh Morris at four. I just think you know, like in a, uh, in another season, he probably could could be uh, arguments.
2: Yeah, he had no he second place argue. votes, which is kind of like. So, mm.
0: I wanted to say something that I realized about um the Calder for next year. So. If you look at the eligibility for it, I think it's something like you have to play like less than ten games in the the prior season or something like that to be eligible for it. Cole Caulfield or will whatever. Be able to win it. Cole Caulfield's going to be eligible next year. Trevor Zegers, even though he had like a little stint with them, they only played him like one game less than the eligibility for the Calder be for nice, next year. Nice, smart. So I think that yeah, I think the teams did that strategically. I think that's
1: also not to break yeah. a, a year off the entry level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so it's both. But
0: he's those also going to be eligible for it next year, and so next year might be a pretty good race as well. A <clears throat> normal season, you're going to have all these yeah, rookies.
3: Cole Caulfield up. could end up running away with that award realistically, if he if he plays like he has his playoffs, like he he'll probably run away with that award.
1: No, uh, Alexandre Lafreniere votes out there. Yeah, Alexis. I mean he wasn't good. Oh, is it Alexis?
2: Yep. Or Alexis, sorry. Oh yeah, I, I think, I think Tim Stitzler got a couple
3: that. votes too.
2: Stutzler did? Stutzler but had a that, decent amount I think that La was, was, was over also ninth.
0: I already said that. Was mm-hmm. poor was poor coaching, you missed poor, it. poor poor t- um, like time on ice allotments. Like he played the least of any rookie.
3: So yeah, yeah I posted so, something about this, but like there's been like this is uh, the last couple of years have been like kind of outliers compared to the early to mid two thousands, two thousand tens, where a lo- all those first overall picks were coming into the league and immediately getting a bunch of votes. You know, like Ekblad, McDavid, McKinnon, Matthews, even uh Yeah, we've been spoiled. Nico He got a bunch of votes. Um who was before Ekblad? 2013 2013 oh, no. was Neil Yakupov. 2013
0: was McKinnon. No, no, no. Oh, no, no Sorry. 2012, 2012 was Yakupov. Neil
3: Yakupov. 20, even 2011 was uh, Nuge. Nuge. So, like, all those guys got a bunch of votes. And then the last couple years, Jack Hughes didn't get anything. Uh, and then, obviously, um, Lefrenier didn't get anything this year.
0: I think that we were kind of blessed with, you know, having those high, high-end yeah. guys. McKinnon, Ekblad.
3: And then the next McDavid, couple of years, there's Matthews. going to be a bunch too. This year, like, there's no way anyone that goes for a Super Bowl this year is going to get any. But the but year after, year, the year with Connor Medard, Shane Wright, Metvi, uh, Mitchkov, like, there's yeah, a, yeah. all those guys are going to get an insane amount of votes. Like, Connor Medard had a ridiculous season. Like, he had a better season this year than, like, Crosby and McDavid did in their D minus two years. So yeah. there's a
2: lot of so, so they're twenty twenty
0: three. I think twenty twenty two might not be that strong.
3: Uh twenty twenty two. Isn't twenty twenty two Shane right?
0: Mm, I think he's twenty twenty three. Let me see.
3: Yeah. Martin continue Well, Ty looks that up.
0: Yeah, no, he is twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty three is the is where Bedard is and yeah, Michkov. Michkov. Yeah. And so the
3: Bedard Michkov is whatever. gonna literally be like the Malkin Ovechkin, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I'm excited for that.
2: So Pius Sudo, is it Pius or Pius? I think it's Pius Sudo. Pius, um, really liked him. He he went to like three Ottawa camps in a row, and I saw him at two of them, and he never made the team, um, and went back each year to Switzerland. To Swiss, and, yeah, and played, and then now he came in 11th this year on Chicago for he was for, very uh, good voting. Chicago so is really at, really
0: good at getting those European um, I'm guys. very
2: disappointed with Ottawa for not continuing to pursue him close your window very disappointed.
0: who's got the, who's got the police outside
2: I'm a my, it's Martin. My, my they're, new they're house, getting
1: prepared for Saturday
2: my my new house is like two <laughs>
0: staking it out
2: like 20 meters from a fucking uh from a fire station and uh ambulance station and then Keandre Miller down in 12 um New York's looking pretty good on defense New York's coming in as a pretty hot team like they're gonna be yeah they they're have a be very good.
3: they have a lot of really good prospects they're gonna they're gonna have a lot of guys going for the key. I think wait Keandre Miller played enough f- oh yeah yeah he did never mind
2: he played like sure. all year.
3: Yeah, he did. I was thinking crab stuff. I don't know why. Anyways, um, so next from the calendar, what's the next one we got up? Selke. Selke. We got no. We got uh, Jack Adams. Jack Adams. So
1: uh, Quinville won didn't it. run it. It was Rod Brendemore. Rod yeah. Brindamore. Yeah. Then D- Dean Everson, Minnesota second. Joel Quinville third. But Bednar fourth. Sullivan
2: fifth. Wow, they actually—that's actually a good year for. They didn't do the coach that, like, turned just around the, hottest the team goalie this year. Yeah. Yeah, basically. They actually, like, put in thought this year, it seems.
3: <laughs> yeah, because usually it's just whatever goalie gets the hottest and whatever team outperforms, no. that's the team that Out-perf- gets it. It's but normally, like, even Quint- outperforms. Like, yeah. Yeah, and, but outperforming 99% of the time is the goalie gets hot and helps the coach win. But, like, this year, mm-hmm. Rod Brindamore... Uh, Minnesota's coach, whatever his name is, Dean something something, Everson. Evan, whatever the hell it is Evan. whatever is whatever his name Dean, is, a- Dean Evenson. Minnesota didn't get like insane goaltending; they got average goaltending and some mm-hmm. elite scoring from Kaprizov Quinville got awful goaltending for a lot of the year. Bobrovsky making ten million dollars still made that team work. Um, and then who came fourth? It was someone else. Bednar. 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 Okay, so Bednar. Just an elite Another team overall,
0: choke though for him, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, it's good. Again, it's good that these vote these awards aren't voted on after the play after the conference final, like everything else, or right before the conference final, like not really like everything else, like the GM of the Year award, because all of a sudden it would have just been Trotz, John Cooper, uh. Do you think Ducharme, Ducharme. <laughs> Ducharme ends up <laughs> probably winning it, to be honest, because <laughs> nobody thought Montreal <laughs> would be there? Um, so, yeah. But uh, I think Bron- Ron Brindamore is a good coach. He's uh, a good pick. He's a good coach. He's done well for, with Carolina. I think they, they are a little bit more than the sum of their parts, especially this year. Um, I don't think that's a bad choice. I think Quinville would have been the better choice, 100 100- to be completely Is honest. Quinville
0: made Florida really a Yeah, cuz I don't think year.
3: anyone was looking at Florida this year and going, "Oh, the, this team's going to be good." And then he did they win the, their division? Or they came Florida? Yeah.
0: They came in second. Second in their Carolina division. Carolina won the division. Right, right, right.
3: Yeah. So, I think he had a good argument. Brindamore had a better team to work with. Quinville had a, you know, better style of play for his team. I think that worked very well. <laughs>
2: How does this make you feel? David Quinn had one second place vote.
3: That's who,
2: (laughs) just like one of the worst, one of
3: the worst coaches in the league, and then got fired for it. Somehow (laughs) got got a second place vote. (laughs) And and I think everyone knew when the season ended that he was probably going to get fired too. And somehow he still got a vote. Like, what the? That's, what, who that's are bad. these?
2: That is like, really they, bad. They
3: should. Do they announce who made these votes? Because like, they should be shamed. Yes,
2: it, <laughs> like, it's public. Um, Dave Tippett got three third place votes. Ridiculous. That's bad. That's fucking bad. Uh, he doesn't do anything. See... He just tells McDavid to go skate.
3: <laughs> yeah, I can. Like, I can see guys. how they make the argument <laughs> <Go> on, for it. <laughs> Because Edmonton came second in the division, I don't think a lot of people thought they would, but uh, it's a
2: but giving him the award for and yeah, it's Rice giving Idol. him the award for what his and players Smith. are
3: doing. Yeah, and Mike Smith do, having a really good year. I guess, I guess mm. people always give goal uh, coaches credit for what the goalies do, even though they don't really have any control.
2: Often,
3: I oftentimes. do like
2: that DJ Smith got uh, a first, uh, a second, and a third one, one of each. Second and third, that's good because he deserves that. Or maybe, yeah, two I think thirds. I mean,
3: Ottawa was way better than they performed
2: at least way better. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, they weren't the easy win that everyone thought they were going to be.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially off sure. the start of the season when they were an easy win for a bit.
3: <laughs> yeah, they,
2: <laughs> so they were. Like, it's funny because as soon as they traded all their shitty
0: veterans like uh good Branson and whoever else and started playing, yeah, <laughs> it was like, kind of foreseeable. Yeah. <laughs>
3: It's yeah. almost like you could have predicted that if you stop playing old guys <laughs> that can't play hockey, that you do better. So it's a miraculous idea, miraculous concept, but yeah.
0: And uh, GM of the year?
1: I'm, I'm actually kind of shocked, though, that Trotz
3: and Cooper won't, weren't both higher in the Jack Adam Awards. I'm not too surprised. I feel like the Islanders didn't do too well in the regular season.
0: And yeah, they And neither did Tampa. And Tampa Tampa came in third third. in the division this year.
3: No. Also missing their best player. So, you know.
2: And Hedman being awful. Selkie's next.
3: Okay.
0: Was.
2: Barkov? Barkov won. Barkov won. won.
3: Who came second and third?
2: Bergeron and Stone.
3: Yeah, see, that's another one where like I don't Barkov. Eh, I don't think that was a good pick at all. I think all.
2: it was. His, I think
0: that was his legacy. I think that's thing, a legacy. It's kind of like when Drew Doughty won is Norris, right?
3: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I was actually going to say Never so.
2: Say?
3: Sorry, continue. I do
2: like that Erickson Ek was on fourth.
3: Yeah, that's actually. Who was your number one? I think I thought Erickson Ek deserved it this year. I think Kim Bergeron... Probably were the two favorites, or not the two favorites, the two best players defensively this year. I would have had them one and two. I don't think I would have had Barkov in the top five, though he was way better defensively this year than he was in past years. But um, I don't think I'd have Mark Stone there either, to be honest. I think uh, he didn't have, he was really dominant offensively, but I don't think he was, you know, insane defensively. Where did Dano like
0: fall? I'm kind of interested to know.
2: Six. Dino sixth.
0: There? Six. I think that I think watching these playoffs, it's kind of insane. Like I, I criticized Dino and I kind of made fun of Montreal. Like that your top, your most used center doesn't score goals at all, but like literally he doesn't try to and just shuts down every team's top line.
3: Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like better, actually in previous years, than other yet. than <laughs> he's a better defenseman than Barry is. Yeah, uh, Yeah. yeah. I but I also think like to be fair to deno like if you look at not this year but the year before um the his even strength point totals were like very similar to other guys like Johnny hockey like like a lot of actually like really known offensive players basically so I don't think I think yeah. his offensive game gets underrated by the fact that he just doesn't do anything on the power play So you can't pad the stats and get an extra 20 or 30 points from that. So he ends up putting up like 40 even strength points a season. But that's all at even strength. You know what I mean? And most elite players, a lot of elite players, they only put up 40 or so even strength points during the year anyways. And then they get 20 or 30 power play points, and they're a 60 to 70 point player. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I think Dano's offensive game this year wasn't good. But I think he doesn't get enough appreciation for past years where he was actually pretty good offensively.
0: So I'm saying, I think my point is from Deneau is that I think that maybe these playoffs people will give him a little bit more respect next year almost.
2: So what I what I don't like about this voting, so Philip Deneau had one first place vote. Jordan Stahl also had one first place vote. Marcus Fellino also had one first place vote.
3: That's an analytics uh, vote right there, if I've ever seen one. And John Gabriel and Pajot, that one.
2: John Gabriel Pajot had one vote, and it was first place.
3: <laughs> Whoa!
2: What? <laughs>
3: what? That's a weird choice.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, those are the weird ones. Brad Marchand had two first place votes.
3: That's a weird, really weird one. Like he, so he's Bergeron's good defensively, defensive yeah. Like I don't I don't know how you watch Boston and then go Marchand's the one I'm gonna vote for. for Did first Barner plays. get any? No, he probably got like a like no fifth place. Vote. Get... No, no, wow. no that's no
0: surprising. actually surprising because I think he's actually pretty Hyman, good. Shit. Hyman Hyman had, really had one.
2: Hyman had one fourth place vote. Had a boy, and Austin Matthews had one fifth place vote. Not a boy. In other news, Nick Paul also had a fifth place vote.
0: What the hell? Who, what <laughs> again? They're letting Martin. They're letting Martin vote. I, I guess I don't that's
2: know so because Connor Brown also had a second place and three fifth places. <laughs> Someone watched
3: Connor Brown and went. He deserved He's the second best defensive forward in the NHL. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. Probably the same guy that had Pajo
3: <laughs> I think people just like I, I, throw. I feel like people just throw names in there. Like I don't think they even like try to like. I think I don't think that like, they even try. I feel like they're just like throwing probably names like in
2: Bruce Garriock or something.
3: <laughs> but. I, 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 that doesn't make oh my god i don't get it people man fuck i hate i hate these awards can we just remove all the awards I
1: don't <laughs> know. no maybe you should learn to
3: respect their decisions. i don't respect their decisions at all i feel like this is known
0: <laughs> and then the other ones are like the um what you call it
3: Oh, there's a Lady Bing, the Lady Bing. The Lady Bing had a lots of controversy again this year. Um, Damien Cox was didn't like it. Yeah, Damien Cox went on a like three day rampage and rant over uh, Connor McDavid. That was not so winning funny because so Damien Cox's argument was McDavid got a lot of points, did a lot of offense, and took only like four penalties or something like that, and. Slavin, who actually won, uh, didn't do a lot of offense, and therefore, bad doesn't deserve to win the sportsmanship award. I don't know. His, I think his it's argument way more was impressive. very flawed.
2: Slavin, Slavin yeah. winning because he is a defenseman, and literally <laughs> exactly. defensemen take, on average, more penalties because that's part of the nature.
3: Yep, <laughs> I, I completely. He was defending against the McDavid, not McDavid, but like the McDavid's of the world on a nightly basis playing difficult minutes and didn't take like any penalties. And then he, I feel like he was also forgetting that McDavid like elbowed a guy in the face and got like a fine and everything (laughs) for it too. So like, how can you give it how I, the worst part was like how staunchly he tried to defend that point when everyone was just like poking immense holes into his,
2: his
3: like ramp rant basically. Like it was, it was in, like, dumb. he literally went on like a three day bender of like only tweeting about the lady being and everyone's just roasting him and he, all of his tweets were just quote tweets of like, no, this is, is he." Blah, one blah, of the blah, guys blah, blah. that gets a vote. Uh, I'm assuming Cause McDavid has better.
2: two first place votes. Oh no. One. Yeah. So one I'm assuming one vote. of
3: them is him. There you go. It was probably him. And he was very Mark, mad that other people didn't do it. Vote him.
2: I th- I think it's insanity that Mark Andre Fleury has two first place votes. Like, how do you vote a fucking goalie as yeah. sportsmanship? Just like, for he, being a good guy and always smiling. Yeah, he has way. Just being a the good guy like, and smiling
3: all the time. How can how can you
2: not <laughs> vote not for first place? Mark Andre Fleury
1: smile. has votes. What the heck?
2: Yeah, that makes no sense, man. And they're both first.
3: <laughs> who? Who else was like second, wow. third? What were the other? Uh, Jared Spurgeon
2: picks? was uh, second.
3: See, that's another one that makes sense. Doesn't take any penalties, top minutes. Nick Letty was 37th.
2: Austin oh, Matthews was third.
3: Man. Oh, people were Dark pissed off. off of this too. Very People were very Matthews. mad at Austin Matthews getting third because uh, of the whole uh, incident two or three years ago now. Three years ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, Was it two years ago or three years ago? Three years it ago. It was like two three. off
2: seasons ago. Yeah, Three. Whatever it was. Like the cocky? Yeah, three years the ago. The cocky thing. Where yeah, like, where he like guy?
3: flashed his butt or something. Not
0: he is like he like pulled down his underwear oh, and okay. just like
3: yeah, and then he was like harassing like a female security guard or something like that, or like was no, talking. All, he or... pulled
0: down his pants and
3: no, I think he was like he got in her car or something like that, or I, I, don't, remember. I don't remember whatever it was. Uh, that so people were very mad and saying how could he get the Sportsmanship Award this year for that, and I you know my whole thing was. Sure, I get it that year that it happened, but yeah, it was two <laughs> like years two or ago three now, years yeah. ago now. Like does that that's you know. But anyways, people were very mad about him getting third and asking people to apologize and all this stuff. And it was like a uh, whole other thing. He like should apologize.
2: Weird award to it's very it's very like spaced out votes. Like there's fifty Yeah, there's fifty two that's actually that's only 52 positions. Like, I think there's more than 52 people, isn't there?
1: No. Because it's tied for 46, and yeah, yeah. there's che, che, 47, che, 48, 49, yeah, yeah, but right, tied you're for right.
2: 52. You're right. You're right. I know I'm right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. The so next, next
1: one is GM of the Year. year. Oh, Last yeah. We didn't. I don't think we talked about this. We
3: got to talk about
2: this. There's still five
1: more, but really
3: only one of them matters. The GM of the Year. Okay, so GM of the Year award voted on after the conference. During, uh, during the conference the... finals, right before the conference finals. Yeah. And then released ridiculous. during the conference it's... finals. Absolutely stupid. And it always ends up just being the top, the three teams that make it to the conference finals, basically. Three of the teams that make it to the conference finals. It's ridiculous. Every single time. Yeah. Last year, it was basically, I think it was Lou. I think it was... Risboah and I think it was uh who was the other one? Uh, I can't remember. I think it was I think <laughs> it was Boss. <laughs> right.
1: Wasn't it McCrimmon? Vegas?
3: Yeah, yeah. I think so. You're right. You're probably right. Yep. Anyways, yeah. So I think it was him. Oh no, no, Vegas got bounced in the second round in the third No, they were no, in no, the top no, 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 finals. No. no, they were. Yeah, okay. So I think it was him. So yeah. So anyways, every year it's a t- the three conference finalists, and then for some reason one of the GMs doesn't make it. This year, the GM that didn't make it happened to be, uh, who was it? Was it Tampa's GM this year?
2: Yeah. Who was, Tampa's, who was in top three? Tampa's, Tampa's way down in six. Yeah. It's
0: funny, again, how Lou won GM of the and Lou Year. Lou won and then lost to again him. to
3: Brisbois team <laughs> two years in a row. But roll. I don't <laughs>
0: see how anybody can say that Lou made his team better. Like, okay, maybe that the, the, the Palmieri trade was, was great for them, especially in the playoffs, right? It showed 100%.
3: Them.
2: Yeah.
0: He was great. But to, he kept the same team as the previous year.
2: Lost um, Devin Taves and signed bad and contracts. Signed some bad Taves contracts. For two, all, Matt Harden four years. Yeah. Pajot five at five oh, mil or yeah. something.
3: I think Six he did months. that at the time of the signing though, didn't he?
0: Yeah, last uh two yeah. years or yeah. So I think he so ago, I guess yeah. we
3: can't count that against him. But like yeah, I he for him it made no sense at all. Especially because like at best you can say his was he was neutral. Lost Devin Taves, acquired Palmieri, basically. Hey, to out. one
2: to one guy, to one writer who's supposed to be like an expert or something. To one writer, Padre was the best defensive forward in the NHL. <laughs> so to <it's
3: really laughs> one
1: writer, Pierre Dorian was the best GM in the world. Third best GM in the world.
2: Third BS. Yeah, third best. That is nuts. <laughs>
1: Mark Bergevin getting second, though, what a joke, man. It's
2: it's crazy because
0: there were he was going to get fired after game four against the Leafs.
3: Yeah, yeah he, clean the, the fans were mad and wanted him fired. And then because they got, you know, rather lucky and the Leafs flopped and choked it, all of a sudden now he's GM of the year. And that's the line. And we, that's probably the have line. No,
1: we probably have no Habs fans listen to this
3: because whenever we mention the Habs, we always talk about how lucky they were.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> but, okay, I'm not even saying that they're lucky. I'm I don't just think they have only ridiculous. been lucky.
3: I just think there has been a substantial amount of luck. They deserve to win against Winnipeg. You know, you can make they the deserve argument. To win
0: against Vegas, to be honest. You can
3: probably make the argument they deserve to win against Vegas, too. So, like, you know. And how you look at expected goal charts. I mean, I think even there. Even there, it, it, was, was, like, it was like a 46% share. So like that's oh. well, that's fairly close. But the Leafs was like forty-two. You want to know who, gave, know who gave Montreal
0: first. their their hardest? Uh... Tampa. No, uh, not Tampa's
3: I Tampa's at thirty. Been... No, Tampa's at thirty-six. Or Montreal's at thirty-six percent of the chances for. So like they're very behind against Tampa. But their best was against Winnipeg. Then it was Vegas. Then Toronto at forty-two percent, and Tampa at like thirty-six percent.
0: Basically, this run is crazy. Let's hope it comes to an end tonight. That's all I'm saying. But I wouldn't be Tampa's surprised, if, with wouldn't be surprised if Montreal wins in seven because everyone's like, ah, oh, Montreal sucks. Ha, ha, ha. This is what happens when you play good. We've been doing that this entire okay, playoff. Okay, moving
3: on. We've yeah, yeah, the awards. moving on.
1: We've heard that the entire playoffs. Moving on. Um, finish the awards. Will, Willie O'Reilly, or Willie O'Ree, we got yeah. some guy named Kevin Hodgins. Uh, um, Pecorine won King Clancy Trophy for commitment to community. We got Oscar Lindbaum winning the Masterton Trophy for perseverance. I think that was going to happen. Concert, that was going to happen yeah. automatically. Deserves it. And then Berger, Bergeron
3: won. Uh, wins the Messier NHL Leadership Award. Messier is another really weird award. I think I talked about this on the podcast before, though. It's just Mark Messier just picks a guy.
2: <laughs> and yeah. that, and that's all is really that literally weird. what it is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: They're just like the Mark Messier Leadership Award. Mark Messier just picks a guy and he is therefore the best picks leader
0: in the NHL. Yeah. <laughs> Mark all the captains go in a hat and he pulls one out. <laughs>
2: Mark Messier is now a, uh, an anchor or something on yeah an yeah ESPN ESPN. Yeah, so they they hired Messier and Gretzky.
3: Yep. It's pretty yeah, they have some big they have some big names there. But yeah, and I always think the, the Messier word's so weird because like he he isn't in the room, so he doesn't like know. He's just like <laughs> picking some guy. I don't like. I have no idea what criteria he looks at, but, but he, he just picks a guy.
2: So like, Who, who's a good him. captain like literally, <laughs> I know,
3: it's literally just him. he takes suggestions Fucking apparently him. i don't know what taking suggestions means but he takes suggestions and then picks a guy so that that's that is the funniest award by far makes no sense but yeah
1: yeah and that's a review of keith and the awards this year i hope everyone enjoyed the episode
0: 69 next week next we got one. rachel Dory 69.
1: Yeah, episode sixty nine is the next one. We got Rachel Dory who's going to come on and talk about players one through thirty, I believe. Yeah. So it's going to be split up into two episodes. That was the hottest episodes last year, and so uh, we listen to our fans, and we're going to do it again.
0: And then sixty, and then we're also going to do Seattle, and Seattle, be, and in the summertime, in the we're going to have a whole bunch of content for you that we, that is timeless. So we'll pre-record those because Luke's going on a trip. So
1: yeah so we're hoping we out. can do like top 50 players and that kind of thing that we'll definitely
3: uh, have to do a top under like timing. 23 list again and there'll i be like a, that was really good
2: and there'll be a talking hockey live from martin's house with uh martin in on there.
3: saturday night day after uh, the yeah. podcast releases this is true yeah i'm excited for that
1: i'm gonna tune in
0: Hopefully. yeah luke we're gonna be there come on
1: okay <laughs> and convincing. that's it